Mikey, Mikey and Remy A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Oh, hey, all you eaters and drinkers and sippers and snackers. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. How you doing? I'm doing super great. How's he doozy? Yeah, super great. Yeah. Um, really excited about the episode. Oh, me too. Excited about the interview that we had just a, happened. A really wonderful talk with an old friend of both of ours, but more importantly, a really old friend of yours, one of your besties, totally. if not your bestie. Yep, definitely my bestie. Um, you guys have best friends tattoos. We sure do. You have the broken, like the broken <laughs> necklace heart where you confuse them together, but it's on your wrist. Yeah. Yep. That was a really fun day. Dorks. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah. So just a silly, funny yeah. episode infused with so much hilarity. So much hilarity. That um, Should we do a trigger warning? I think we should. So trigger warning. Should. If you have a problem with uh, poop talk, mm-hmm. it it happens on this show. There's a poop story. There's, There's a, a poop story. A poop story. There's a lot of references to poop, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, we are 41 years old, <laughs> um, combined age of 82. <laughs> but we are uh, we exist in a world of laughter and humor that is around a seven year old. I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, a smart seven year old, but sure. still, um, we're still amazed. I think I'm always amazed that I can swear. <laughs> In public, and then I can also talk about poop. Mm-hmm. So I feel good. Yeah, about this it. is a this is a poopy filled poopy filled episode. Yeah, it's a diaper of an episode. <laughs> but we had a really fun time, and and the topic today was actually suggested by our guest Aaron, and the idea of it was uh, kind of guilty snacks or guilty food, mm-hmm. guilty eating. It's kind mm-hmm. of what are the things that you eat when you don't want anybody to know or when people aren't around. Yeah. Give us your secrets. What do you hide from people? Yeah. And Rennie tells tell some really good stories. I think that it's, this is such a thing that people don't, I don't know. I think people own it sometimes, but it's not the thing that we kind of like focus on in the food world. It all has to be like for performance and, oh, there's people coming over to dinner. So we have to make a beautiful spread mm-hmm. and we're, everybody kind of is high posting or peacocking about, you know, I'm keto now. And I, like, yeah, I don't, certainly a big, big health focus. Um, yeah, but this was just, <laughs> we did a real deep dive yeah. into the dark corners of hedonistic yeah. eating. And I don't know where you would look at it from like a nutritionist pers- nutritionist perspective, but I would say that I think you need to let the pressure off every once in a while. Like sure. you, you need to be someone who has those moments of of kind of like being okay with snacking or indulging in order to kind of like, I don't know, keep on, stay on the course when it comes mm-hmm. to like healthy eating. Because people that I know that like, are very, very restrictive. When they fall off the wagon, they fall off hard. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, and there's there's also something about um, just allowing comfort to wash over you every now and again, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, the world sucks right now. Yeah, and for some people, it's it's things other than food. But, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. I think food is kind of a, a pretty unifying... Um, comfort blanket sure. for a lot of us. And well, isn't um, it? It's the thing that, like, you know, it's the thing you you know you eat or drink when you're happy, and you eat and drink when you're sad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the it's the celebratory and the conciliatory sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and we've you know we 
you know, just as a society have put a lot of rules and ideas around foods that are okay to eat, foods that you need to be ashamed of when you eat. Um, <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, and so I, I thought it was a really, just a really cool, fun exploration of a website. And Aaron was for sure the perfect. Of a website you just said. I love that. Of a website? Is that what I just said? Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Which website are you thinking of exactly? <laughs> Shameeating.com. Shameeating.edu. Um, also, speaking of that in the background, you can maybe hear these little pips and pops. And it's our it's our dog who's 12 pounds. Who is not shamefully at all. No, well, who used to be 12 pounds and is now? <gasps> 14.6. She's a little bit of a porker. 14.6. She's she's picking up at a little bit. She's literally eating. Well, she a, was 12.8 pounds. Oh, so she's gone up less than two pounds. But still, yeah. for her weight, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. big it's game. That's like 15% <laughs> of her body weight or something. But she's currently on the ground behind us eating like a, a pig's ear. Is it a cow's cow ear? ear. Yeah. Cow ear. Yeah. And um, yeah, and she's loving it. She just went for a big old run and hike with us. So it was great. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to take up too much of your time because this interview, it it was so fun. It lasted almost an hour. So we're just going to kind of let you guys dig into it. And, you know, Aaron is one of those people that when we all get together, like we're, we all laugh until we cry. Yep. And especially Corinne and Aaron, they just have such a special friendship and special relationship that I just, I don't know. I love watching you two just crack each other up. (laughs) And this was, you know, we weren't in person. This was, uh, you know, through Squadcast, but um, we were able to see each other's faces and it was just awesome to connect around something that's like, we all need to fucking own. We need to get, get down with the fact that eating is fun and it's also fun to be a little naughty. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. You ready to jump yeah, in? Yeah, let us know your thoughts about this episode. We'd love to hear them. Totally. Um, and let's listen. Yeah. So uh, before, we'll just bumper the show with let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Um, reach out to us on Instagram too, at MikeyandRin. We've been jumping up in followers lately, which is super fun. I think there's a lot more people listening to the show. Um, you know, the most important thing you can do is tell a friend about us. Anybody who likes food, anybody who likes stupid humor and um, laughing, Fuck, we're your thing. Anybody who wants to see like what a relationship really could be. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, jump on in. Yeah. Yeah. This is some Will and Jada shit here. We're in it. <laughs> um, let's go into the interview with Aaron, huh? Yeah, love it. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, Why? so you were singing Scatman because beat up but but up but but why wouldn't you? Well, I don't know, because you were alive. Scatman's the greatest <laughs> song ever. <laughs> That's so weird, then. So, uh, welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In, where uh, we have the Mikey and Rin interview happening. We have our friend Aaron with us. Hello. Yay! Hey. What's up? Right right before we got on the microphone or started recording, I said, you know, Aaron, it's just like jazz when we get on, on this recording. And, and he said, yeah, you know, skeet and scat. And I was just thinking, like, basically all we talk about on this show is scat, which is poop, and skeet, which is which is um, jism. Yeah. <laughs> and then food. We do talk about food, too. But there, a lot Three of the jokes end together. up being around poop. And Yeah. <laughs> I think you've got a skeet, name. Scat, Arguably name food makes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were you saying, Ren? I said arguably food makes both of those, right? Um, is that true? Food? Yeah, I mean, I would say that like food is the building blocks for everything, yeah, including your ejaculate and obvi- you know more obviously your poop. But yeah, 
Well, and for for I yeah. mean for the, our audience that has been listening for a long time, they know that we've been trying to make a baby for a while. And it was interesting to me when we went in and I did a semen analysis. Like I hadn't really thought about diet stuff as being mm. as important as it was. And I the only thing that I really had going on that was not great was morphology, so kind of the shape of my sperm. And oh. what was the thing I had to what, do? What shape were they differently? <laughs> I think they were kind of. I mean, they were block squares. Is that a problem? Yeah, hexagram. Or I think of I parallelogram. Think, I think or of making babies as as like Tetris. So I was just thinking, I was hoping for that long skinny piece because that motherfucker gets in there. Uh, no, I think they were like blunt headed. Like, <laughs> I think they were like flat headed. So when they would try to like get into the egg, they would kind of be like you know, and just like go off to the side. They weren't pointy. <laughs> oh, they're like that one kid trying to get in the door at school. Just keeps, you know, can't quite get it. <laughs> when he's he's pushing on yeah. the pull door, you know, exactly. <laughs> or like Rin oh, trying right. to get out of an oh, urban God, outfitters. Yeah, a better analogy. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Do you want to tell that story real oh, quickly? That's a that's a scat story. Well, I think that Aaron needs to tell the story because, from the perspective uh, of, I feel like from my perspective, I was fear-based. terrified that I would never be able to leave yeah. this. Yeah, this Urban Outfitters. But Aaron oh. got the, the the view from outside. The I got fishbowl. the comedy scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was terrific. Yeah, me and Rin. This is way back in the day when I first moved to LA, and she came out to visit. <laughs> Well, we just, you know, let's go to the Third Street Promenade and go walking around. And we walked into uh, Urban Outfitters, which is, oh, good Lord, we're knocking shit over here. Which was all like this sort of glass front uh, store. And they've got these displays that are kind of loosely strewn about that. And then the, the doors are also glass but wide open. And so we go in. It's like, uh, you know, we do our shopping. And then Rin's buying something. And I just say, hey, I'll meet you outside. And so I go out the door and then I come around and I'm standing in front of the glass and there's like a little bit of a space in between the displays that were there. And Corinne, being Corinne, wasn't really, I don't think, paying attention to where she was sort of walking as she was leaving. And I'm, I'm watching her. I think she sort of saw me through the glass and was like, I'll just walk in that general direction. <laughs> and to see her sort of approach the glass and have this realization wash over her that this was not the way to get out and there was no obvious way to get out it was so amazing because you could see on her face like it was almost like you didn't consider that the door was still there somewhere like you know like wait yeah, it's all glass like they now yeah. trapped you in there like you fell for it and they just like like a harry potter sort of situation where right. you came in and there was That's a door exactly and then the right. door was gone Oh, That's Corinne, exactly am I right. am I conflating two stories oh, about? Is this Forever Twenty One? No. no, Urban Outfitters. Oh, Urban Outfitters. Because wasn't there? Didn't you have a poop incident? <laughs> in, oh God! In the Forever Twenty One, yeah. I think it was. I was yes. thinking that you were trying to get out with the glass, the fishbowl, and then you might have almost pooped in your pants a little bit. No, that this was dream. not. I mean, I, I maybe this is just a dream that I have. My pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think is um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It was a situation where I felt like I didn't even. I didn't like have my druthers about me enough to consider. You're just in the wrong area to exit yeah. the building. Like yeah. the, the the glass is vast, <laughs> and you could 
just walk towards one end just of it. Wa- exactly. There probably yep. will be a, like a, a, where Aaron is. You yeah. can get to that area. He got you just there can't somehow. Go, yeah, directly yeah. through the glass. The way there's that probably going to be an egress at, at <laughs> yeah. one end of the glass or one part of the glass. I mean, if you just pulled one That's of those great. like mime situations where you just like ran your hand, you could just. Oh, I like that. It's a wall. It's, it's a, a wall. It's a wall. It's a door. door. It's a door. Yeah. When's a door not a door? And she. <laughs> when it's a jar, Bam. That's my dad joke. Oh, nice. Uh, there you go. Um, but the eventually, cow. she did find the exit, and here we are today. Yeah, that's great. So, I love that. Yeah, Aaron, yeah, why don't you I give us just a little background of who you are and why um, you are okay. in our lives? Uh, so I am Aaron. Hello, and I. Hey, uh, uh, Aaron. I'm in your lives because me and Corinne. Um, were abducted by a cult back east, and we had we were indentured <laughs> slaves together, um, where we had to squirrel yep. away food, and we started a resistance movement where uh, we armed ourselves mm. with sticks and rocks <laughs> and gardening implement, you know, tools, and uh, you know, kill, killed our overlords, buried them in the woods, and escaped, made our escape. Ooh. Um, I'm so proud yeah. of you guys for doing that. It sounds very fantastic, Mr. It was. Foxy. Kind it of. was very mm, yeah. somewhat. Yeah, like it's fantastic, Mr. Buff. Fox is loosely is. based on our lives. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm actually, so, a fox. Yeah. Yeah. George. Oh, literally, you're Foxy. No, but we we, uh, we were you know on the the real side of things. We worked at an autism treatment center together and um, really just bonded over this period of time where we were in a. a sort of a training situation that was oddly abusive and um yeah and just pretty weird nuts. and, and then also produced these pretty talented people that could work with with kiddos and uh mm-hmm. fortunately we didn't get sucked mm-hmm. in so deeply that we lost sight of that and we went on to help quite a few families yeah. um and now we're just out here yeah. doing our own things and the best i would say one of the best things to have come out of that experience was my friendship uh, with Corinne and ultimately you, Mikey, because mm. you two are just mm. very, yeah. very special people to me. So, yeah. I love that. Mm. And Aaron was uh, Corinne's oh, man of honor. Man of honor. Yeah, truth. Yep. 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 That was so Which fun. was really great. And he's just been an important part of our life. And Aaron, why are you here today? What are we going to... You actually suggested the uh, the topic today. So why don't you tell us about what you Yeah. What so thinking. I was listening to your episode... Um, about snacks and all the best snacks and stuff like that. Yes. Better cheddars are superior. I just have to weigh in on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It's very few and far between people that no know about doubt. them for some reason. I don't get it. Yeah. But um, And then it sort of yeah. hit me. I was like, well, it was so funny because you, you guys said, uh, you know, that friend had called you and said, hey, I want to be on your podcast. I was like, I didn't know I could do that. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> The podcast for like this invite situation. Um, it's it's kind of a little yeah. bit of both in our world. We're like, if you you come with us with a strong yeah. topic well, I and we're I had into enough, it, I had enough sway promiscuous. I could just sort of demand it. So, um, but no, and I was like, well, sure. what do I want to talk about even? And because you know, it probably just turned into dick jokes and stuff. But uh, obviously. 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 And uh, so I thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> guilty pleasures would be so fun. And I, you know, I had a few thoughts about mm. some things mm-hmm. and some ways that I go about obtaining food that I felt was kind of in that 
uh, zone too. Um, so, I love that. Yes. Well, and, and the way that and the way that Aaron kind of framed it to me was in the realm of like uh, sneaky mm. snacks, kind of, or like mm-hmm. what's the food that you eat that you kind of either don't want anybody to know about or that you might mm. like eat in private. And I, um, my food disordered eating is um, <laughs> is is okay. mostly in my car, so and it's mo- or it's when like Corinne is gone. And I saw, and I, or my basement. <laughs> like I have, I've definitely <laughs> hidden food throughout the house, and and or done oh a lot of God. eating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've like I oh my own. God, my... I'm picturing you like a weird little food troll in our basement. <laughs> oh yeah, I've definitely had multiple things that I've oh hidden God. in my workshop, and then Do you just wow. yeah. Do you ever sure. such as? Do you ever I forget, mean, I like, think where you've put something. Oh, good. Like, I, like, I have later. I have done that for sure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. one of the big oh, ones God. was Halloween candy because w- oh. there was a there was a, a time and we don't get. So I grew up in a house where we had a thousand plus kids at Halloween. No. And that's oh, not an exaggeration at all. It's like my parents stopped counting last year at like twelve hundred. And so we moved into our neighborhood in Portland, which is like a similar neighborhood. <laughs> feels very family oriented and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, we're going to get a fucking kid valanche on Halloween. That is oh, not no. the case. Like <laughs> our <laughs> biggest year to date was like 35 or something, but I purchased candy it's as if we're getting 1200 kids. So I will buy <laughs> bags and bags of candy and the, Oh yeah. And so, so I had a couple of years where Rydney was like, well, we need to get that shit out of the house. Cause it's just, it can't be here. And so I was like, I will take it and out of the it, house. Yeah. <laughs> and I took, I took some of it out of the house, but I put some of it like in a paint can in my basement. Nice. Oh, that You're welcome. Is- uh, like, why are you getting God. fluffier? It yeah. seems like you've been running a lot and stuff. I, I, I didn't have 15 butterfingers in the basement. There's little piles of wrappers just squirreled away in the corner. <laughs> well no i had to like andy do frame them like uh like shawshank redemption i had to like sneak them out like dirt in my pants and like go and t- i would throw oh them away like at fred God. like at the grocery You're, store like, oh a super villain about that shit that's awesome yeah wow. something like that you know what i was just thinking about too is like when when do we become aware as humans that there's that there is a like guilt element to food. Mm. Cause I don't know. I don't know that everybody sneaks food and hides food. I mean, mm. I, I've been sneaky in my life. It sounds like the three of us definitely have, but like, when yeah. does that happen? The like shame, this is guilty. Yes. I'm, I'm ashamed of this. Depends. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, when do you, do you re- like Aaron, do you remember a time when you like it occurred to you as a child or as a teenager or something that like, Oh, this is naughty. And I have to like hide this or be ashamed Um, of this. Yeah. I mean, anything when I was little, anything (laughs) to do with sweets, but I like for me now is really like as a, as a parent, especially because you don't want to be like giving your kids sugar Mm. stuff, but at the same time, like you've got your weird little, addictions you know sugar like look at this shit look at this sure this is chocolate peanut butter and a marshmallow you want to know what i just did and i wasn't even thinking about this fucking podcast i was like mikey i gotta get a snack and some water and i walk in i just got back from like this camping trip so i have a half-eaten bag of marshmallows and some chocolate yeah and i was like 
Yeah. I just want to describe. I just want to describe to the listeners. Oh, the, yeah. Podcast is not a visual medium. This is not an no. organized experience that we're looking at. This is like. The, the as fra- if, this wait, is wait, haphazard. Phrase, oh, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. like I took a marshmallow. I took a. Dealing yeah. With. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. This is chocolate. I can I can see chocolate. I can see a marshmallow. And then it's as if you like put yeah. peanut butter into your mouth and just sprayed it onto it like Basically, a caulking gun or something. It's like the IED <laughs> of, of uh, sweet treats. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Implement wait, wait. If you were yeah. if you were to not hold it like that, would it be like an a, an organized little oh, snack? It's... Like, is the peanut butter actually the caulk? Like, is it holding things together? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! There's like a for everybody at home. There's like a peanut butter drizzle, hangy little. We were talking about the shape of my sperm. It kind of looked like it was a tail oh, and a sperm. God. Into a really like disgusting this, that s'mores. Ex- that wow, I have to watch you wow. eat this. <laughs> but I lo- I love that. Like, wait, but did you make this to try to shock us on the podcast, or were you no. just ma- would you have made this yeah, anyway? Yeah. He said this no, was just like a. Sorry. See, that yeah. makes. I made it out of habit. That's the fucking scary thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the funny thing. So you've been to our house, our, like our little laundry room sort of sneaks off the sure. kitchen and it creates this little alcove that can give you oh, like yeah. a little, yeah. And I cannot sneak the number of times I've been eating something back there that I don't want my kids to have. And I just like stuff it. Like there's like some laundry out <laughs> there's some like laundry sitting there. <laughs> fucking hide something there and I talk to them for five seconds and then I like I'll do this move where I'm like, okay, let's go check it out and I'll start walking like I'm going with them. And they go walking off and I just like turn around and like ah, 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 like stuff this thing in my mouth. And it's usually some shit like this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's so great. I love that. This it reminds me of when I was a um, a kid, I'd go to my grandmother's house and my grandmother's house had this this kind of nook area where there was all the, all the naughty foods were literally in one fucking place. Like wasn't even, it was like a separate part of the kitchen. And there was like these, I've talked about this on the show before, mm-hmm. but she had these crispers cause it's on the East coast. So in order to keep the food from not getting stale or wet or whatever from the humidity, there were like these, these, like it looked like a roll top desk that was just a little bit warm. And so it'd keep everything crispy. And those motherfuckers were full of like, it was goldfish. It was Nilla wafers. It was those Vienna fingers. Like it was every naughty thing that my parents didn't allow. Mm -hmm. And what you could do is like people would be in the main part of the kitchen and there was a swinging door. And I knew the angle that I could push the swinging door to without anybody hearing it open. And then I could dip in there and just (laughs) mow. I would just hit stuff. It was like, goon, goon, goon. and they wouldn't, they couldn't really know until you, but I had definitely had times where like an ant would come around the corner and I would be like chipmunked with like so many Oreos in my, in my cheeks. And she'd be like, what did you like you up hurry to? up? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you know what's so- <clears throat> there. Oh yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> oh, no, <they're- laughs> well, and, the, and I had, I had like two or three cool aunts and uncles that would be like, fuck yeah. You're, nice. you're, you're dope. I like what you're doing right now. And the other ones would be like, this is against God's plan or something. You know, what's so funny is I, I was just thinking about the, like, kind of when I knew about naughtiness and my, I had a friend who. Oh, this is the the story I was going to push you to, I was going to push you to tell this story. I love it. Oh, funny. Kind of this, a similar situation, Mikey. I went to, 
her house. And I don't remember the first time I went there when I discovered it, but she was, her family was one of those families that had like the naughty snack drawer and cabinet. And it hadn't (laughs) occurred to me that this was even a, a possibility in childhood. Like, you know, we had, King vitamin cereal was like kind of the naughtiest thing in our house and Oreos. Right. Right. But it was like a pretty controlled situation. Like you get two Oreos after dinner and that's it. This is as as if you like opened a door and there was like a secret arcade or like they had a like showbiz pizza in their house. You're like, what do you, what do you mean you have a candy drawer? Yeah. Like a portal to a world that you didn't even know existed. (laughs) Um, And you know, I remember I would, Every time I would go to her house, I would sit in front <laughs> of this drawer. And it was a drawer and um, sh- like shelving combination. So yeah. it was savory snacks. It was sweet snacks. It was like – it was just things that that I didn't even know were a possibility to keep inside of a household. Like I had seen things <laughs> on commercials and – Yeah, or um, in the supermarket. Like I, I felt like that area sure. of the supermarket, like the candy aisle or snack aisle or whatever, it it was like – Yeah. Like it was radioactive. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't even know you could actually buy stuff from there. Sure. Or that non like sociopaths right. bought stuff from there. Sure. Um, but I would just park it in front of there as soon as I arrived at her house and before we like played or did anything – I would just stuff my gullet with every possible (laughs) snack I could. And then, you know, then we'd kind of go about our day. But one time I came to her house and I would get so fucking excited. Like I'd just be jonesing, you know, for this, (laughs) for this snack drawer. You already have your sleeve rolled up. You're like, oh my God, I've like stretched out my hammies. I am ready to go. Um, And I walk in this one time. And my friend's mother, I catch just kind of the like tail end of her holding boxes and like running down into the basement. And I was like, oh, what are you guys like moving some stuff? Like what's going on? And my friend (laughs) told me (laughs) that she was in fact moving (laughs) the snacks from their usual drawer down into the basement because she knew that I was coming. (laughs) That's amazing. And you were how old? I was. So we were. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just wondering how. We were in high school because I did not meet this friend until high school. And so we were probably, I was probably 14, 15, yeah. maybe. And like, so that's funny. a tender oh ass I was age say, anyway. <gasps> that's like eating oh disorder. God. Like, that is like the spark of an eating disorder. Yeah, if like, it doesn't oh, set it what? off, there's something wrong, right? <laughs> um, but God, the shame and mortification that came to think that like, her mom knew what I was doing enough. Like I was making enough of a dent in that fucking in their, bu- in their food, right. in their she snack a, budget. Yeah. She had, to she ask had for the budget you're visiting so she could oh. pay for Rin's snack problem. Uh. <laughs> oh, Rin, Corinne came over. Oh, she's coming over six overtime. times this month. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Hope that we're gonna have to walk a lot. We have to take the bus this week. And wait, wait the. <laughs> the the real rub here is that this um, mom is from oh Italy Italian. Oh yeah, so the if person you can who imagine, wants to feed you. 
Yeah, an Italian mom. We got to withhold some food. Yeah. Too much. has eaten too much. <laughs> I was, I'm, I can't Holy even moly. imagine what I, my consumption level. Is this Angie's mom? Yes. <laughs> so this is actually leads to a good, like a good theory. So, well, Ange, we'll go over, this is a, such a great friend of Corinne's and mine now, but we will go to Syracuse during the winter to over Christmas and Ange will have us always, always over for like a little party, right? And this party will be, let's say five to eight people. And Ange will go out and get a fucking sheet pan or a party size thing of of chicken riggies. So like chicken red sauce and like rigatoni. It's enough that could serve 60 people probably. And talk about like shame eating or guilt eating. Everybody will grab their plates and like be eating. And then they're kind of done eating. And then they're all drinking and hanging out. And Mikey will be in the kitchen with the door kind of shut. Just going. (laughs) Like I got to eat eight people's worth. Oh, God. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's Aaron, so tell good. me like what's your go to what's the like okay, so we have we saw the, the peanut butter monstrosity that you did right now, wait, but wait, tell wait, some but of the go to can we explore that just a little bit more? Because okay. sure. doesn't that doesn't feel like like I've done a chocolate bar and slapped some mm-hmm. peanut butter. I literally did that last night. Chocolate yeah. bar, peanut butter on top. That's what it usually is for me. Fucking delicious. But is it, do you have the marshmallows because you just came back from camping? Yes. That, so that's that a key was, element. Key right, element. But here's my problem. So mm-hmm. I've noticed that when we go camping, of course we get stuff for s'mores. And mm-hmm. I always get too many. So we always come back with like a bag <laughs> of marshmallows or a half bag of marshmallows. For sure. And then, so what I found is that like, I'll, like when I'm about to do the dishes, dinner's done, kids are getting ready for bed or going to bed or something like Ooh, Usually, like, yeah, chocolate and peanut butter is my thing. But then when the marshmallows are around, it's just like I can't mm. not eat mm. them. So I that's have where to, that, I, that came in. When we come back from yeah. from a camping trip, the marshmallows have to die. Like they they have they to do. like they get thrown they get thrown away with like the other detritus from the campground because otherwise I just like I can't have those sugar orbs in my house. It's just like oh, and I don't even like sugar that much, but marshmallows. I don't whoa. either. Marshmallows. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I love um, I love the. Um, I don't know. I just think the ingenuity of that, the snack that you constructed, um, is really it brilliant. A, it was kind of a, yeah, it was a bit of a MacGyver thing. Cause I was like, okay, yeah. chocolate, peanut butter. And I was like, I do have marshmallows. Okay. <laughs> That's the vehicle. There's the vehicle. When I do feel like, yeah, it is the MacGyver. Like I have an avocado, a corkscrew, and a tampon. I need to make a bomb, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A delicious bomb. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. I definitely feel like there's, there's moments in the guilt snacking world or guilt eating world where like I will create something in a fugue state and then I'll look down at what I'm putting about to put in my mouth and I'm like, where and what get here? Yeah. in what universe was this yeah. created? How did these things even come together? Yeah, what childhood trauma brought me to this moment? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> something in, for me, it's like something involving mayonnaise almost at all times. Oh, like a lot of because a lot of my like fugue state snacks are like, all right, I've got cold pizza. Well, you're more of a savory, yeah. savory snacker. For so. sure. I've, I, I, I've I found just, my way to some wild savory shit. As we're talking, I feel like we have to give a shout out to our friend Kelly Griffith from the cult back East. Oh, yes, awesome. Because please. she had such quirky, fun dietary situations. And I just have yes. to tell this one quick story. And I, but here's the thing. Oh, yeah. I don't think she feels guilty about any of it, but <laughs> it's all stuff that any of us would be like, oh, I don't really want to talk about this. So <laughs> she had, this, she, I came home and she was, she had this like pot of what looked like mac and cheese. Mm. And I was like, Oh, mac and cheese. 
keys. And I stick a fork in it. And as I'm putting it in my mouth, she says, no, that's pasta with mustard. <laughs> like, like French's mustard and pasta. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. Yeah, like it was, the, one was this, the in and out. Oh, dear Lord. Was it a thing that she didn't have anything else to put on it? Like, was it a move of desperation or was it like a, this is my shit sort of No, snack? I think, I think those were ingredients that were bought at the store with the intention of making <laughs> that dish. Well, and I will say, mm-hmm. I'm just going to come to her defense here a little bit. Please. You've got a carb and then yep. you're, you're adding some like nice acid to it. Mikey yeah. always says 20% more acid. You know, I'm sure. And... Yeah. She yep. was like, she's an early adopter. I, I was going to say, and actually, like in the in the kind of like guilt versus health sort of world, like it feels kind of healthy. Sure, like sure. mustard's yeah. pretty healthy. Pasta's maybe not the healthy healthiest thing, but it's not like it was like because if it had been, oh, it's, it's that's that's pasta with Lucky Charms marshmallows and then like you <laughs> yeah. know, caramel sauce or something to be like, oh fuck, right? But you know what? It came, yeah. what it set what it tasted like was like you were just eating spoonfuls of French's <laughs> mustard. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. A bit which sounds delicious. Takes over. Yeah, yeah I had exactly. an, I had a late in life. I, I came to a kid's food late in life. And when I was probably 27 or something like that, I was living in a mountain town. I was skiing all the time. And someone brought along a sand. Oh, that's actually really sweet. A friend of mine died last week in an avalanche mm-hmm. in Steamboat. And this actually, this story is about him. I forgot that it was Aww. about him. But he was he was this guy who we went out. We used to go out on these big backcountry tours. And we would all like pull out of our pockets like a granola bar. Like we we would have just been hiking for like two hours, be so sweaty, so starving, and I pull out like maybe beef jerky. And this dude, one day, he pulled out two Big Macs, like oh, warm yeah. Big Macs. Damn. It was a, we were like, warm. oh my god! <laughs> but the, another day, yeah, which was amazing. But then the second, they might have been warm from his sweaty body. <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> but the second time, the thing that he introduced me to late in life was white bread, like Wonder Bread. Uh-huh. French's mustard and bologna. I'd never, like something I think was in every kid's like meal. I'd never had these three things together before. Uh So I had like a year when I was living in in Steamboat where I would buy Wonder Bread, bologna, and French's mustard, and I would eat it like eight times a week. Mm. Nice. So good. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. When I worked at um, a golf course, I used to drive a a beer cart around. Best job ever. Mm. Sounds like so fun. Um, But sometimes I was scheduled at the snack shop, which was like hot dogs and potato chips and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that interesting, but I was a vegetarian at the time. (laughs) And I just remember being hungry all the time because I was just not doing my vegetarianism properly. (laughs) And I would crush like I, I would really want to be eating a like McDonald's cheeseburger Mm. But I would try and replicate it on a hot dog bun and just like pour mustard <laughs> and pour ketchup and like mix it around to see if and Get then a, a yeah. mayonnaise packet. Yeah, yeah. And just like see if that would like harken back to my days of glorious meat eating. So it was just condiments course, in a bun. Of course, Yes. Nice. And of course yeah. it no. didn't. But I would eat like four or five buns with just (laughs) mustard, (laughs) ketchup, and mayonnaise. And, you know, then that shit, like, expands. Oh, yeah. But um, you are basically eating, like, a it's a vinegar bomb. So that part of it is delicious. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it was was good. It was 
really shameful and <laughs> and totally embarrassed because you're you know you're at the snack shop nobody's yeah. nobody really comes to the snack shop like right. everybody's just looking for the beer cart and yeah. so you know i am like a weird little God. hot dog bun eating troll well, in there aaron what's your um, what's your like because you worked in food and food for a little bit right yeah like, so what's your best guilty like slam or something around in the food world oh, serving or God. whatever at a job well, I, yeah, I was a cook. I was a line cook for a long time. And uh, one of the things <laughs> on the menu was uh, the Monte Cristo, which I'm oh, sure Oh, yes. Mm. Wow, that's a, that is a guilty – that's a fucking Very judgment bomb. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but we would pull a move where we would just start battering all kinds of shit. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, we'd have Oreos around and yes. like, we'd experiment when we were bored. You guys are going um, carnival food style. Yeah. And then, mm. you know, <laughs> we were like college kids too. So we'd be like deep frying shit and taking whippets back there. And, you know, just oh, amazing. God, it oh, sounds glorious. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. But I think uh, of the specific items, um, we, the ones I remember trying, the Oreos, deep fried Oreos. Yeah. Come on. Never done then, it. Pretty, yeah, pretty good. It's pretty they good. It's texture. pretty intense. It's yeah. yeah. They change texture and they're oh sugar bombs. Um, <laughs> no doubt. With a little with a little ice cream, they're fantastic. But sure. Um, and then we would do stuff like we would like. I think we fried deep fried strawberries. Didn't work out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's something. <laughs> uh, that was more just yeah. out of boredom. But yeah. Aaron, how about like now that you're a dad mm. and you are you know, navigating, like helping these little lives become humans in the world. What's, what's changed? Like, has anything Mm. changed with your relationship to food, with the way you talk about food, with the way you talk about snacking? It sounds like, you know, you're, you're like doing some hiding in the closet and such. Well, and I would say, and I was also (laughs) going to say, as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. And being a, a dad also, or just a parent, there's so many opportunities for like, Oop, the kid didn't finish their, their, you know, their dino nugget or whatever. I'm just going to yeah. yoink, yoink the last couple. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, um, yeah, you definitely have to watch what you let them see you eat. So I, I would <laughs> say big picture. I'm, um, I was a pretty healthy eater before overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that's, you know, really, I would say gone deeper because we really watch what we give them in terms of their major meals. For sure. Um, But it's also like, I would say tempered, I would say I started off more gung ho and I've sort of relaxed a little bit in terms of, Mm. you know, we still don't like, they've never had a Coca-Cola. They've never eaten a McDonald's. Like there's certain places I I won't go, but I also like when we go camping, yeah, I get s'mores and I let him sort of yeah, what he needs to do. So I would say the, the biggest change is just like um, my relationship with food in terms of children is 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 loosened a bit. But mm. I've also okay. learned that in that loosening, they become more open and they they eat more than you could really imagine. So um, mm. and then also <clears throat> it's different. Waylon is so different to Olivia in terms of what they'll be open to and how they approach mm. it, you know, and, and Waylon, you can be more direct because he's kind of on board with trying all kinds of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Olivia, you got to just kind of let her discover it. So there's this, th- that type of relationship is, that's cool. I'd say grown mm. and deepen. Um, and then yeah. in terms of me, 
Yeah, like I just, I I I would actually say I probably hide more now because, mm. <laughs> because well, also they're more like they're quicker sure. and like a, more observant. So, well, God, I mean? I'd imagine you can't you can't even find a high enough shelf because Waylon yeah. will like rock climb. He'll like belay oh. himself up there or whatever. <laughs> There's no mountain high enough. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and I would say this so uh, recently. And this is one of the things that, I, that came to me and I was first talking about this is when I used to go on outreaches, and I might, mm. you might know about this, Corinne, is I would do something called a hotel picnic. And um, <laughs> I, I fucking named it. Um, because you come home. So from just an, for those of you oh, listening, yeah. an outreach was when we would go and work with a family um you know, the, the place where we worked would set it up and then we would go work with a family, um, you know, sometimes in New York city, we're in Massachusetts. So somewhere close. And then we'd, you know, stay in a hotel and go to the family's house that next day. Yeah. And so after these things, you're pretty exhausted. You don't want to necessarily go sit in a restaurant by yourself and be a loser. That's, you know, (laughs) 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 table for two. Uh, no, just one. Thanks. Asshole. Just me. Yeah. Um, I'll just sit behind this newspaper and not yeah. masturbate. I promise. Yeah, exactly. So I, I fell into this thing where I would just like hem and haw over like a, what's like the most comfort foodie thing that I would mm. normally not get that I mm-hmm. definitely would not eat mm. with most of my friends. Um, and sometimes I would go to like two or three different takeout places just to get. Like yes. A <laughs> yes. Yes. And I remember, I think the worst combo I ever did. I think I hit, a white castle and um, like a, <laughs> it wasn't a KFC, but it was some fast food chicken place and Popeye's a, maybe. Yeah. And then like, I think I went, yeah. and I got a shake too. And it was just <sighs> That's like great. Sliders That's so great. That's and living like chicken nuggets and like all like, Oh God, it was terrible. Oh yeah. Um, Aaron, not to throw you under the bus, but <laughs> I feel like, um, Hong Kong. Here it comes. <laughs> I feel like this leads pretty seamlessly into um, your driving to an outreach one time. <laughs> and. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell that story. Because I feel like it was in. Sure. Uh, hey, give us a quick little rundown. Yeah. So, and it's kind of around the guilty pleasure food situation. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this, I think, was the last time that I ever ate at McDonald's. Um, <laughs> this had to have been like, first time ever. No, first last time. I no, ever, last. last time. Oh, last, last time. time. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I the first time I was like, what? Yeah, first and last. If that would have been the case, but it, yeah, there you it, go. So, <laughs> yeah, this is when we were uh, living and working in Massachusetts, and we would often, if we had outreaches into New York City, we would uh, go to a nearby train station, drive to it, park the car, take the train into the city. And I would go. To, I would usually go to the White Plains uh, train station as it was a little quicker. Mm-hmm. And I, one time I'm going, and I'm like, okay, I got to stop and get a little snack. So there's a McDonald's right along the way, and I guilty sure. pleasured it up, baby. I got a nice big uh, mm. French fries and a hot fudge sundae. Because they're wow, wow. there's something the, wow. those two yep. things only, only. I was like. That's great. That's a that's a G order. You got your savory. You got your sweet. And nothing. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and nothing to cushion the fall on one stomach. It was just like yeah, wow. no protein. <laughs> nothing. No. Yeah. <laughs> like hello, good luck processing this combination of foods. Yeah. Have fun. You know. Yeah. Good luck with that. And so I'm like, great. You know, listening to music, jamming down the highway, eating French fries, like 
spoon in and just fucking. Just, I'm a mess, man. I like that you thought too. Like, hmm, what's the perfect car snack? A Sunday. Sunday. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I probably ate half of it in the parking lot before I left. But um, sure, obviously, yeah. You're not a monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Come on, got a parking lot slam a little. Yeah, because who can wait? So. Um, I, I sometimes look at people eating inside of a McDonald's and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, you need to eat that in the car and in shame. Yes, which is what I do always, you know, and now it's always. Yes. always. So I'm I'm driving along. I've polished off this fries in this Sunday and I'm getting pretty close to the exit <laughs> I need to take to White Plains. And as I get sure. like maybe a mile away, I just get this like hot knife stab to the little <laughs> intestine just ah! and it's just one of those ones where you like i like curled over the the steering wheel and i'm like oh oh my god what the fuck? and i'm looking in the mirror like, like my complexion i've just gone totally pale sweating sweating oh and it's just so bad it's like oh fuck it's so bad and right as that's happening karma traffic like to a <laughs> sit still stand still i'm just like oh my god because i know what's coming corinna's corinna's crying right yeah. now and taking the glasses <laughs> off to- <laughs> and as i hit traffic i'm like okay you know okay i think i can make it to the train station i'm just like a maybe a mile and a half two miles away and um just then it's like i feel and hear my inner plumbing just like <laughs> And it sort of like drains down into the lower compartment or whatever. Oh yeah, like it's ready. It's on deck. The, oh, the on deck circle. The only thing between me and just like unmitigated disaster is my sphincter muscle. It's just like clinching so <laughs> tightly, and it's just like oh. Just, just thank God that you and your trainer have been really working on that. That's lately. right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, You've been doing kegels, those kegels exactly. And so I'm just holding it. I'm like, oh my god, 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 and. Just then, like, traffic starts to move. I'm like, okay, there's hope. I'm like, I'm driving. I, you know, I think I can make it. I get all the way to the parking garage for the train station. And this is, I'm driving like an old, remember the old Dodge Caravan they had? That fucking ugly ass. Oh, yes. oh my God. So, yeah, so this is like yes. from the, what, early 90s, this Dodge Caravan. And I drive all the way in there and I pull in. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I think I can do it. But then I realize I'm like, I can't take more than five steps without just, there's no way. And it's like over in the other building. Yeah. Like, how am I going to do this? Sure. Sh- like not going to shuffle all the way over to the bathroom. And, um, and I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? And I look over and I've got this nice big McDonald's bag. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> and so I look in, I had, I had, and here's the thing. I had asked for extra napkins. I was just like, I'm going to need them. If I spill oh, this car, right? Genius. I have to blow my nose a lot. That sort of thing. So I've got all these extra napkins. So I, I like you said, if you spill in this car, yeah. about to spill. So it doesn't blow. And um, so I line the bottom of the bag with, with a lot of the napkins. Cause I t- Smart. Yeah, I know what's coming. Smart out. move. And then I hold out a few for you know cleanup, and um, just like I kind of wedge wow. myself between the bucket seat and the door, and just like <laughs> make this. And I, I remember the move. I had to like make this little like toilet out of the bag and like get it right yeah. under my butt, and and I was just like, okay, here we go. Don't know what's gonna happen. 
and this like cork of poop just like shoots out of my butt and then just like what had to have been like a quart at least of liquid just oh my god and um so yeah i just horrifying why it's like the mcdonald's anti-commercial it's like this is like cause and effect yes when good times go bad and <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm tapping it. <laughs> I'm hating it. Yeah. And so I, I pooped in this thing so just, I mean, with oomph, you know, and bundle it up. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, I got to do something with the bag. But like looking at the bag, I'm like, I don't think it'll make it to me searching for a garbage can. <laughs> and so I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I just open it and I just tossed it under the car next to me. I was like, oh. Oh, like, oh, we opened the bag and then threw it in there? No, 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 no. I sealed, like, I closed oh. up the bag and then I just, Oh, like, and just threw it under the cart. That's threw great. Threw the bag under the cart. Like, I'm just going to let that Amazing. That. Yeah. And, oh. um, Perfect. And then- Perfectly and executed. Then I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the bathroom and make sure I'm all good downstairs. And so I go to this, this bathroom in the White Plains trading station into the little stall. It is- I I made the better choice in terms of places to poop. <laughs> oh sure, it was you would have had to use disgusting. it. Disgusting! It was like a metal, just uh, one of those metal, like almost like a prison toilet. But that's what I yes. imagine it to yes. be. And then it looked like just someone went in there with like one of those like <laughs> uh, holy water shakers, but filled with shit. <laughs> and they're just like. <laughs> This is like sprayed everywhere. And, and you were um, like, mm, McDonald's mm. for you too, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They made it uh, in the golden arches. Yeah. Symbol. Yeah. So that's, God, that's great. Well, that's my story. That's wow. a, I love God, that story. It's so good. It's uh, so good. And just, and we talk about, you know, like the foods that you make out of desperation, but also the desperation that food makes you do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. good call. That's like yeah. good the call. karma of my choices that. come roaring oh, yeah. back like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, as we do when we have our, our funzy funzy episodes, I have a, a little impromptu quiz for everybody. Fantastic. And um, and this Excellent. is a um, a super serious quiz. Um, all of these, all the answers, there is a right answer and the right answer, um, is a, it's a serious answer. So I need you guys to think your best on things. And this is a, um, this is a guilty food quiz. Are you guys ready? As I'll ever be. I think so. Okay, great. Um, first, first question. What is the best sneak away sleepover snack? Let me rephrase that. What sneak is the away. best sleepover sneak away snack? Okay. Like you, when you're you at were a sleepover a and you sneak uh-huh. away from the rest of the oh, group to go snack it. something. Oh, What's the I best see. snack? Yep. Um, Aaron. Well, I'm going to go with my personal childhood favorite, which was pinwheels. Do you remember the pinwheels? Remind me what that is again? They are like, they're basically a, a s'more. So they're a chocolate covered marshmallow with a graham cracker base in it. Oh, wow. And, Sensing a theme here. Oh, yeah. I, know, I mean, this, that's, is a, this, this is an addiction. I was kind of fat. Mm-hmm. Well, those and like marshmallow peeps were sort of like a thing for me for a while. Mm. But those, just okay. because they're convenient, like you can sneak away, you can pop one of them bad boys yeah, in there. You can hammer three or four and then no one on them. And walk back and be like, what? Mm. Yeah. I didn't. Mm. Mine Resume to make me Ninja Turtles, please. Thank you. <laughs> Not a big deal. Mine was ridiculous because it wasn't a good sneak away snack at all. Mm. Um, and I could have like thought through just grab, yeah, grab a pinwheel or grab chips or something. But I wanted um, 
Chef Boyardee. Oh, that's a good one. So I'd fucking not open very good up a can away, but and not heat it up. Ooh. Just oh, eat it cold. cold. Right out of the out can. Of the can. Yeah, that's yep. something. Like a hobo. Yeah. 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 Like it's a refugee meal. <laughs> wow. Okay. Desperate like times. It. Desperate, Desperate times. times. <laughs> Desperate times. Yeah. All right. You were both wrong. Oh. Um, sorry about that. But yeah. <laughs> so the, the correct answer was um, the time that I snuck away at Hunter Lewis's house and I ate an entire um, jar of tang powder. Oh, God. <laughs> Unclear actually whether it was Tang or High C, but one of the powdered drink mixes, Jesus. and I ate an entire. Are you training to be thing. an astronaut or something? Would you go? Would you like sneak several times? Yeah. I, it must have been over. I couldn't have been in one sitting, but it was definitely yeah. in one night. Mm. Yeah. And I was, wow. and it was because I just, we didn't have anything like that in our house. And it was just, I had to just hammer it. Jesus. And I wow. did. Wow. Yeah. There might have been okay. something crunchy to go along with it, but all I remember was having orange uh, excretions for like a week. Oh. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second question. The best secret roller rink snack. Oh, God. Huh. Or we can say best roller rink snack because roller rinks, it's so dark in there anyways. The kind of any snack yeah. you do is probably secret anyways. Yeah. But what was the best... Roller rink secret snack. My home roller rink was called Skate N Place. Ooh, skate, skate letter N Place. Skate in Place. Uh. Skate and Place. Skate in Place. Don't move. Yeah, just skate in place. You should not have been eating anything from that establishment. <laughs> totally. Um, what was your bite? I, I just remember pretzels. The the hot Ooh, pretzels with but, cheese. Mm. Like super pretzels. Super pretzels. Fucking yep. great. Oh, God. Yep. We might yep. be in alignment yep. on that one. Uh, but That's what, a good what one. First came to me, and I have to admit, like I we didn't have like a a, a regular skating spot, skating spot. See what I did there? Skate and yeah, place. spot mm-hmm. in place. Um, but I, immediately, like the nasty like hot dogs on the hot rollers. Just sort of came Ooh, to mind, yeah, you know? yeah, and get the one that's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. kind of wrinkly and a little crispy, like it's been there a while. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah, and it's yes. got like the little strings of kind of like juice coming off of it, like it's just like it's yeah. it's it's already breaking down, exactly. <laughs> so it's essential component for a week. Yeah. All right, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. All right, again, both of you are incorrect, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the cor- <laughs> the correct answer was the bagged pickle. Oh, that you oh. would get that was the size of your forearm when you were trying to make out with Missy, um, but she wouldn't make out with you because she made she out with Adam. That. And oh. so you bought a shame pickle and went outside in the back of Bossa Nova Skate Center and <laughs> ate a whole bag of pickle <laughs> and drank the juice. Well, and, and, to, and to be fair, I think a good runner up would be the bagged egg. The bag. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, there's people trying to sell the new version of that. Like Vital Farms now is selling the, the sack of hard boiled egg. And that? I just, I'm like, I appreciate it. Hard boiled egg, great on the road snack. I yeah, can't, delicious. I kind of can't take it seriously. There's oh, juice in there. It's an egg in a sack. How is that? It's going to smell horrifying. That's when farts you open in a bag. That shit up. Yeah. 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 I don't understand how that's a profitable business model. Like, no. How many people is buy, are buying that shit? Yeah. Well, and do you really not have eight minutes to hard boil an egg? Just hard boil an egg. Right. And, right. and it's in but a fucking know. plastic bag. And bring it, bring it with. Like, I don't right. know. Uh, there seems like there'd be a better container situation for it. We should, we should yeah. sort that out. Like an egg Even shell, if it's like yeah. an Easter egg container, you know, you pop open the little like plastic thing and then there's a hard boiled egg inside. That sounds more appetizing to me. Oh, I don't have to look at it through the cellophane. Ugh. Yeah. It looks like um, it's like some embryo in there floating around. And floating oh, yeah. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. 
All right, Aaron kind of has a has an insight on this that he talked about earlier, but um mm. what is the best cash paid fast food situation snack? Cash paid because you can't have your wife see that um the credit card <laughs> was scanned at a fast food place. Ooh. Best cash paid fast food snack. Go. Uh, uh do you want to go first? Shake friend? Shack. Shake Shack. Ooh, kind of good. Yeah. You stole me on the Shake Shack, but I, I'm gonna go mm. uh uh, White Castle, just because there's none out here, and I miss the little, the little, ooh, those little sliders. Those littles. But the that's Shake Shack is a close second. The fries at Shake Shack are, mwah. yeah, yeah. Shake Shack feels like it's the fancier. Like like White Castle is like bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Shake Shack is like the Michelin starred version of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. White Castle for me. I gotta say. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, both incorrect. That's uh, but you were close. <laughs> The correct answer is the day that I went to Carl's Jr., Taco Bell, and Wendy's Ooh. all within the same parking lot wow. and got three things, three bags of food, paid cash so Rin wouldn't know, and then wow. ate them in the corner of a Home Depot parking lot. The hat trick. Do you remember what your combination was? Because this sounds a little oh, sure. bit like an outreach picnic. Yeah, it does. It, well, this is why I mentioned it because Aaron, this is an outreach picnic. Yeah, it. so it was um, it was Wendy's chicken nuggets because I think they have the best chicken nuggets. Yep, Maybe right. Carl's uh, or um, Chick Fil A might have the best, but I don't I don't support gay haters. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here. So Wendy's um, chicken nuggets, Carl's Junior bacon cheeseburger, and then Taco mm. Bell at least two or three um, soft tacos and crunchy combo um, mixture. Wow. Yeah. 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 You know, I- did you use those bags on the way? <laughs> I did. I was able to make it. I evidently I have a stronger sphincter than Aaron. Oh god, hilarious! Oh my god, so funny. Okay, and last but not least, this one's for all of the marbles. Um, what is the best guilty food when Corinne is out of town? Oh, the best guilty food when Corinne is that out you of think town. about for weeks before she goes out of town. You eat and then you feel guilty about. Hmm. I feel like it's. And in this in this question, you're married to Corinne. I'm married to Corinne. I mean, I was gonna say, like, pizza is just your thing that you always get when I'm out of Mm -hmm. town. But that's that's just the thing that I know about. That's right. Solid answer. That's right. I was gonna. It feels like it's gonna be like some food on top of some other food. Um, You know, like Mm. a A turducken kind of situation. Yeah. I for some reason I was going like, you know. Tacos on top of um, like a bacon <laughs> cheeseburger or something. Marshmallows yeah, with marshmallows. <laughs> mm. um, wow, Mikey, <clears throat> um, you've really stumped me with this. Those one. were those were great yeah. answers. Yeah, wink, wink. Yeah, what, what do you got? I know we're both wrong. So you're both right. <laughs> oh, actually, for the first time on Mikey and Renita in quiz show history, both of you are correct. What? Unfortunately, it's a tie. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yes, you were both correct. So the answer was the time that I ordered an extra large pizza, which is supposed to serve five to six people. Oh, and then I also ordered a family size order of wings and I peeled the wing meat off of the wings and put it in the pizza. So yes, it was a turducken of pizza and wings. Wow. Yes. Oh my That is a correct God. answer. We did it. Yeah. And then what I, what happens wow. on these on these times is I also drink a lot of beer because I'm like, man, my wife's out of town and like Rin doesn't put any restrictions on me for anything that I eat ever. But for some reason, when she's out of town, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to watch all the most violent shit and eat garbage. And then I have one day where I drink like 20 beers and eat like a whole pizza. And then literally for the rest of the time she's gone, I like eat salad because I'm like, I felt so terribly afterwards. I was like, oh, that was the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Aaron, well done. I feel like that was a real team effort to get the correct answer. 
Um, and this is, yeah, and you know, on Mike and Rin's stay in, we're kind of socialist. And so you guys Eden. each will get a gold medal. Did I say stay in? You did. Mike and Rin Eden, you guys both get an MREI gold medal. Excellent. Of equal Fabulous. value. Yeah, we don't we do not do a tiebreaker or anything. You guys are both winners. Beautiful. That was wow. a team effort. Thank you for playing. Aaron, Aaron was, this was a yeah. gorgeous, beautiful, mm. incredible time spent with you. So I mean, fun. there's nothing else I'd rather do than see your face and hear about your poop. Yeah, so, of course. Um, of course. Anytime. Yeah, thank you. This is going to be our first episode with a uh, content disclaimer, I think. <laughs> if you have if you have any any poop story shivers, don't listen to this. Yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise, but again, Aaron, have at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, if you want to dive in, dive in, feet first. Uh it was so fun having you on, Aaron. Mm, my pleasure. So much fun being with you guys. Thank you so much. And uh of course. Let's talk out in the real world too sometime, huh? Okay. Love you. All right. Ta ta. I could hear that poop joke. (laughs) Poop joke. I could hear that poop story over and over again. And I know it's kind of disgusting and it's too far. Let's all agree. Yes, it's too far. It's too much. Is it? Get the fuck over yourself. Is it's it? so fun. We all poop. It's real life. Yeah. It's not like a story that he just pulled out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it pulled itself out, it sounds like. Yeah, but I just, I love it. And it's, I think some of my funnest eating happens in this kind of, uh, this world of like, ooh, I'm doing something naughty and regressive. <laughs> well, the the best part is that he was doing something naughty and regressive and immediately the universe was like, Oh, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but what I like to think about it is you hear that story and kind of all the stories that Aaron told today, but like in all the stories we all told today. Mm -hmm. And I just think about especially the poop story is think about how much worse that could have. That was a bad situation. But think about how it could have gone even worse. No, it's so it's so what happened if it happened when he was in traffic or he could have slammed. In the parking lot and then tossed everything, like gotten rid of the evidence. Mm. Oh, and, and then, then not had a bag. Yeah. Yep. Right. could have been bad too. So yeah, there was, there was lots of ways in which it could <laughs> I didn't have know gone if you were more slam- sideways. If, I didn't know if you were using the, uh, the adjective slammed or to no adverb. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know if it was like, were you saying slammed like poop into the bag or food into the mouth? Yeah. So <laughs> anyways, we hope that you guys like our show and, um, <laughs> <laughs> aren't calling DSS. And I, we, I, I hope that I kind of hope that you were and weren't listening to this with your children. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, share your poop stories with us. Oh God. For share sure. your food stories with us. Here's, here's what I will promise you. If you send us a voice memo, so the voice memo app on your phone record, if it's the crispiest way to record something, record your best poop story or guilt eating story, either one. Like, what's the shame eating thing that you've done that's really awesome? And then send it to let's eat at mikeyandrin.com. 100% we will play it on the show. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Love it. Unless you love, I unless, love a good poop story. Unless there's Nazi elements in it or something like that. Right. No, Don't totally. do that. No. Yeah. But um, but if you send us a fun story, 100%. Let's eat mikeyandrin.com. Um, we want to hear it. Yeah. Um, definitely like the show, definitely subscribe. So, you know, when the next show is happening, Yeah, tell a friend, tell your grandma, please. Grandma yeah. would love it. Yep. Even if she's dead, tell her beyond it's beyond the grave. Got totally. some seance shit going on. Um, we love you all and we'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. <laughs> not, not the right place for that. 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs>